Hey everyone. Um, so on this week's podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that I touched on before when I was talking about luck um, and related to your expertise and your experience. But we're going to talk about correlation, coincidence, and, and causation. Um, and I'll explain why. But long story short, this week I just feel like there's been a lot of challenges with all the plates that I have going on in the air. And, you know, as part of my reflection podcast last week, I decided to take a more direct approach to making sure that I'm going to be successful with all these ventures I have going on. And so many things fell into place this week. It wasn't an easy week, don't get me wrong. But so many things fell into place this week that I realized there are a lot of correlations with what I've done in the past connecting to what I'm doing in the present. And so I think is my ask for you today is join me on this journey as I challenge you to consider, are you recognizing the causation in your life and accounting for coincidence? So that's our topic today. I'm your host, Eli Ablos on Eli's Echo. Thanks. So as I start <clears throat> this week's podcast, um, I want to have an advisory. And um, I'm happy to, to, to say, if you did listen to last week's podcast, um, I was talking about my hiccups. And so um, it was really, really bad. It's been getting really bad. So I decided that this past week, you know, I was rewinding the clock earlier in this year. I'm like, okay, what changed that started causing these hiccups? And they really started in, in March, April when I started this, you know, new kind of health kick and just making sure that I'm paying attention to my health. And as I thought back to that point, I'm like, man, I started uh, doing supplements. I started working out a lot. Um, I started seeing a nutritionist and, and all these things. I'm like, okay, I started taking vitamins. And I'm like, you know, if I rewind the clock, let me just kind of start from a blank slate. And so this past week, what I did is I literally stopped everything except um, my vitamin C and except my energy drinks because uh, I need energy drinks. And lo and behold, I haven't had hiccups for four days. Um, I know it sounds funny, but like that's like huge for me. Like you can't understand. Maybe you can. Maybe some of you can. How painful hiccups can be especially when, like I mentioned last week, I had them for three weeks straight. And then this last time I had them for days on days at a time and they were mild, but it was, it's just painful. Like that what's happening in your lungs and your body and your shoulders. It's just, everything just gets super tired and tight. And so, um, I'm happy to say I stopped everything and I feel much better. And so it's interesting is little by little, I might reintroduce some of my supplements because I was taking stuff like glucosamine, um, vitamin D and, um, iron pills. And I started taking all of it at once in April. And so I kind of had this cocktail, I think of maybe this perfect mixture that resulted in, in hiccups, which is the weirdest things. But anyway, I'll prioritize the, the supplements I want back in my system. Like glucosamine, I think is great for my joints, especially cause I'm fairly active. So 
<clears throat> so I'm happy to, um, to admit that if you were here last week, you heard that. But I guess it's kind of a good segue into causation, right? We're going to talk about um, correlation and coincidence, which really can be used synonymously, um, but causation, right? And so what, I'm, what I've determined is my vitamins, something, one of them, hopefully it's only one of them, maybe a couple, who knows, but one of them caused my hiccups. I did not have hiccups before. I took my vitamins, got hiccups, stop vitamins, stop hiccups, right? So is that cause and effect? That's like a great segue for us to talk about that causation as a term. So there we go. We've established a baseline for causation. Um, and that's a good real life example of really looking at the cause and effect in your life. You know, but I want to also introduce, and this will help our conversation today, is correlation, which is synonymous with coincidence. And so like the best way I've, I've like heard this explained, um, understand that correlation is really used in statistics, right? You're looking at correlation values when you're looking at certain metrics. But, you know, again, it's synonymous with coincidence. I think we're all pretty familiar with coincidence. And so, um, but the, the best example that I had told to me in one of my um, classes when I was taking my master's degree is, you know, there is a correlation between ice cream being served in summer and home burglaries in the summertime. And I'm like, that's like the weirdest thing. But all the correlation, all that talks about is statistically, there is a relationship between two variables not to mean that one causes another, but just there's a significant relationship. And so in that example, if you're talking about like ice cream served in summertime leads to more home burglaries. Well, if you're looking at holistically, summertime in cities is hot. Some cities don't have a lot and don't have air conditioning. So therefore, windows are left open all times of the day. So it kind of makes sense that more home burglaries are probably going to happen as a crime of opportunity because there's more windows are open, right? So that's a good example of a correlation. Yeah, and, and in summertime, ice cream is being served more often than in wintertime. And so, um, so that kind of get, also gets into that coincidence. Like, well, is it a coincidence that in summertime as because ice cream is served that there's more home burglaries? It's a coincidence but one doesn't cause another, right? So <clears throat> hopefully that kind of gives a good baseline as to some of those terms. And what I'll do is just the rest of this podcast, I'll kind of talk about now using just coincidence and causation so we're not causing confusion. But it's just a good idea to throw in correlation because again, that's statistically, we hear that a lot. So the reason why I feel it was important for me to bring it up this week is as I was reflecting back on my last week's podcast, am I, and asking myself, am I following the advice that I'm giving others as I'm trying to make sure that I'm leading into these opportunities that I'm creating via my doctorate program, this podcast, be it my streaming, my consulting company, um, my Bitbytes ATM company, so I had an opportunity this week to look back and go, man, I have so all these plates in the air. And this was like a really challenging week for me. Um, the reason why it was challenging, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give a little bit of context here, 
is I think at this point, you all are familiar with the fact that I am a faith-based person. Now, whether or not you're a faith-based person or not, whether you believe the universe has um, a specific destiny for you, or you believe in fate, or for me, I'm faith-based person. Ultimately, we all get motivated by different reasons. And we all start to listen to the reality around us to help guide us toward that destination of what we think we're supposed to be doing, be it faith-based like myself, um, be it universe, be it fate, or maybe you're just laissez-faire and I'm like, hey, I'm going to let life lead me. And that's fine. That's still a belief. You have this idea that life is going to lead you somewhere on its own. But the reason why I think that relates to a coincidence and a causation is kind of like my podcast about luck and what does luck have to do with it? I think that we're all given opportunities within our own reality and our circle of influence that we've created for ourselves. So what I mean is, be it associations with friends, with groups, coworkers, a job, even family members. I think we could all admit, like, I love all my family, but there's some family members I'm closer to than others. And that's not bad. It's just that there's something and some, you know, with that with someone I can relate to, like I just relate with that person stronger than the next person. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if we look at our circle of influence, we tend to surround ourselves with like-minded individuals. And that can be good or it can be bad, right? Like depending on what path you are on, what your fate is driving you to, if you have an, a circle of influence that is negative, you're going to absorb that negativity. It's going to manifest in your life. By the same token, if you surround yourself with positive-minded people that are inspiring you and driving you towards your destination, you're going to succeed in that positivity. So I think is... When we look at how this relates to coincidence and causation, as an example, for me this week, I was really down this week. Like honest, like this was, I don't know what it was. It was, I, I like my, my, my technology on my new setup here was just like every single day. It's like, boom, I had to fix this. I had to fix that. I couldn't get it right. And like on my streaming, I stopped to fix some of that stuff. So that started away on me, my eBay. Great. I sold a bunch of dolls. Fantastic. But like I had sold 11 dolls in a day and I'm trying to use the printer and things aren't working right. And I end up pricing something wrong. And I'm like, man, that's like awful. And like school, like it was just like all these things like boom, boom, boom. So I stopped and I looked at myself and I said, OK, is there a cause to what's going on in my life? And like, especially like this week, like what's the pressure? And I think the cause was not investing enough time in these little areas that I needed to almost like a leech. I've talked about leeches before, but as an example, my bit by its ATM is kind of on hold. It's stagnant because I need someone to go out into the field for me. 
And I just don't have time to be that person, that rep to go into businesses to get my machines in the stores. I just don't have that time. So that was like giving me pressure. My next chapter, my dissertation is due and it was supposed to be due Sunday, but I finally had to reach out to my chair and I'm like, I, I can't do, I have too much going on. I need another week, but that was weighing on, weighing on me. I finished another paper yesterday for, for school. It was like 55 pages when you talk, when it was like all said and done, I didn't write all of it, but it was just this interview assignment that won't go into details, but that was weighing on me. I have a paper tomorrow that I have to write like all these things and I'm still streaming. So I need to get on and I have to dedicate time to streaming to practice this art. And it really is an art. If you all don't realize all the technology that's involved with streaming. So all those things. And I'm like, let me stop and let me try and solve these causes of stress. And like leeches, I started to pick them apart. I finished my big paper that was due yesterday. I extended my due date for my dissertation. Um, I have another paper to write tomorrow, but I started drafting it. So that's good. So just little, just chipping away at stuff. And what's interesting is once I kind of figured out that cause and effect, what was causing stress for BitBytes was the fact that I didn't have a field person. So let me fix that. This again, kind of circles back to my whole message today is whether you believe in faith or fate, you need to look at your circle of influence because I do think for the most part, if you are surrounding yourself with positive minded people innately, you're going to surround yourself with the people that you need without even knowing it. So when I was looking at BitBytes, <clears throat> ATM, an example, I'm like, you know, I just don't have the time to go in the field and I hate making excuses. I'll, I'll try and go Mondays. I'll, I'll try and go Fridays. And I, get, I just don't have the time to do it. So I thought back and I'm like, you know, there was this really cool college kid that, that Beth and I ran into um, when, we were, when we were shopping for furniture for our Airbnb. And like, she was amazing, like super sharp, young girl, like, but just on point, great customer service. And I'm like, you know, let me, let me reach out to her. You know, I, I, I was talking to Beth and I'm like, you know, I, th I think she has what it takes to really help me out. And so we kind of talked about it I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I, I just reached out like just out of the blue. I had an email because again, she was a salesperson and like literally I furnished a whole Airbnb home with her. Like must've been a great commission for her. So we reached out and you know, I just had this cordial message like, hello, you know, could you talk to you again, blah, blah, blah. You know, here's, here's what I'm proposing. And, and, and I was surprised and I sent it off. I'm like, I didn't know what to expect. But I felt like, man, I need, I need, there's this person in my mind that I was picturing that could potentially be like that perfect fit. And I'm like, this has to be her. It has to be. So I reached out and then lo and behold, two days later, she responded. I'm sorry, not even two days later, like the next day she responded. And then within two days of me reaching out to her, she's in a, she's scheduled to come out to come check out my machines. I'm going to kind of give her the spiel to see if she, you know, to, to have her start. But she was like super excited. And so it was interesting because if we look at that coincidence, right, of I had, we had, Beth and I had, met, had been shopping to, to furnish a full Airbnb, literally a full home, going to furniture stores. We're very particular about who we work with. Um, and we walk in this furniture store and lo and behold, we find this salesperson and it's kind of like a car lot, right? You like, you don't want to meet eyes with people because you don't want them to run, run up to you. 
But, you know, we have particular people that we like to work with that personalities and like we had found her and connected with her. And this was back in June. So little did we know that coincidence of finding this salesperson that we were super happy with at this furniture store in June, that now here we are entering into November and she's gonna come out next week and hopefully start working for me to help get my machines and push my machines so I can get my startup going. But that was an amazing coincidence where it was a person I was exposed to months ago but when I started to look at my circle of influence and I looked at all the, of the plates I have balancing in the air and I started assessing, OK, I need some skill set like I can't do this on my own. And for those of you out there that are on the on the edge of like I need to launch X or I want to start this business and you need someone to talk to, I encourage you to reach out to me. I just started a consulting business. I've done consulting on the side unofficially for folks, but I do feel like sometimes you just need someone to talk to. Um, so if you are interested, you, all my descriptions are, are, all my links are in my descriptions of my videos and my podcast, reach out. You can find my email, um, Eli at Lion Consolaire. You can find out in the description below, but I encourage you if you're on that precipice of do I do it or don't, and you're stuck in that fear that fault, you're stuck in that cycle of false events appearing real, reach out to me. Because I think there's a lot of power in finding help. And it's so interesting that people are so unwilling to find help, professional help that they might need. And yet they don't realize they're already seeking assistance and that aid and that help via videos, via podcasts like this, trying to take nuggets out via Internet searches like people are actively already. If you're on that precipice of launching something People are ready to do research, but take that one step further and reach out to someone like me and let me know, like I can help at least get folks started. But for me, I think the, the message is there's a lot of value in, again, looking at that circle of influence, but seeking within that circle, who are those that contrib can contribute to my efforts? Who can I benefit with? bringing in, bringing into this, this idea, like as an example, like I'm bringing in this salesperson, um, I won't reveal her name on the podcast, but I'm bringing her in and I think she'd be a fantastic fit. And my goal is like, look, I'm going to pay her. Like she's going to earn money. But I think is this, since I'm only in a startup phase in my mind, I'm like, it would be fantastic if I can help out this young girl and give her a sustainable role in my company. So like in a way, yeah, I'm, reaching out i'm getting assistance but at the same time i hope to help out this person and so i think it's just interesting if you look at again if you look at your circle of influence and you start to digest cause and effect and you start to digest coincidence ask yourself you know have you have you been listening to what inspires and what motivates you like we're an interesting time in this economy or we're going into this recession. And what's interesting, I believe, is that I think people allow, again, it kind of gets back to fear, that's false events appearing real. If you're, what I've found is for folks that are on that, they're teetering between whether or not they move forward with this idea and business and personal investment. It's either, oh, the economy is too good 
right? Because uh, now I'm up to against too much competition. Who's going to buy my product, right? Then that's the fear. They convince themselves they, they shouldn't do it because, oh, you know, who's in it? You know, there's um, there's the interest rates are crazy or you know, like they come up with all these excuses of why they shouldn't do something now. And yet vice versa, like when the economy now goes bad, like into the recession, like, oh, well, I can't launch a business now. Look at this recession is coming. Like, oh, you know, nobody should be doing that kind of stuff. And so what's interesting, I think, is people allow that fear to guide direction. But stuff like a recession what end up happening is as people start to withdraw their finances, which people should to properly budget, but they don't stop there. They withdraw everything. They withdraw that excitement. They withdraw that entrepreneurial spirit because they convince themselves, oh, well, I can't do it now. Economy's bad, so I'll do it later when it gets better. But then when it's better, they don't. So I think is seek, again, within your circle of influence, there's no better time than now for a lot of things. Now, don't get me wrong. You have to do things wisely, especially when the economy is contracting, right? So you have to do things smart, do things wisely, but it doesn't mean you can't do stuff. You still can, right? So making sure that you look at your circle of influence. If you're a listener here, I am a person in your circle. Reach out to me. I've done business consulting. You know, I have worksheets that people fill out to help guide them. You know, I've, I've talked through ideation with clients. And so I am a person within that circle of influence. Look at others within your circle of influence and see who might be able to maybe partner with you, right? So now if you're so scared because of a recession of starting something on your own, find out who's like-minded within that circle because I guarantee if you have an idea, I guarantee Within your circle, you're probably going to find someone that can relate to that idea. I, I challenge you to figure it out, right? But I guarantee you could probably find someone within that, that, that circle. Maybe you seek a partnership. Or maybe you don't want a partnership. Maybe you want an investor, right? But look within your circle, because I do believe we naturally draw in the people that we're most fond of and associated to and can relate to. But then within that, there's that coincidence where you'll be surprised, even if you start to go outside your circle a little bit, the folks that might be able to help you potentially on a new venture, a new business, or maybe it's even just investing in yourself. Maybe what you need is someone to push you if you've been on that verge of deciding to, do, to pursue a um, degree or a professional certificate. There are times as well where we cannot get ourselves locked in this fear going, well, I can't go to school again because of loans or whatever I need or there's no way I'm going to get financed. Ultimately, my purpose is I challenge you all to look at the cause and effect in your life. If you're not happy with the situation, find out if there's a particular cause. Are you sabotaging your success because you're talking yourself out of taking action? Or is there something significant in your life that is causing this downward downstream effect on you, keeping you and holding you back? And then reach out within your circle of influence because I guarantee 
by coincidence, you're going to have someone that could probably help you. Even if we're talking something as minor as, I don't want to say minor, but as uh, something as like a relationship, right? So like, even if you're not looking at something as major as investing money and launching a brand new business, but you're looking at something within your own relationship that you just need guidance on. I guarantee you within your circle of influence, there's someone there by coincidence that can help you out, that can give you direction. So I just challenge you to look, are you listening to yourself? Are you responding to faith, to fate, to the universe that's talking to you? Or are you trying to ignore it? So that's it for today's podcast. I appreciate you being here. Really challenge yourself to look at the cause and effect in your life. Challenge yourself to look at any coincidences you might have to figure out if you can get advice you need, if you can get direction, even if you just have someone you need to talk to. I can guarantee within your circle of influence, you can find someone. As I mentioned before, if you're listening to me now, I can be one of those people. So just make sure you're looking at yourself and looking at those things. Um, do me a favor, please, wherever you're listening to me at, hit a subscribe button, drop a comment. I do my best to respond to all comments that I get on all social media pages. Um, follow my material. I'll have links in my description for this video to Lion Consulaire if you want to set something up to have this a conversation. Um, and then lastly, as I've been trying to sign off with, Call a friend, text someone, show up on someone's house, spend time with others, and let them know that you love them. You just don't know who might not sit, who might need to spend some time with you, who might need that little extra attention. You don't know how far it can go. And especially if you've been thinking and putting off calling someone and someone's mind keeps popping in your head, do me a favor, stop what you're doing, pick up that phone and give them a call. There's a reason why you're, there's a weight on you to talk to someone and tell them you love them. That's it from now. I appreciate you listening. I'm your host, Eli Oblos, and this is Eli's Echo. Thank you.